Hello, campers. So, I am now down to watching this bullshit unfold for the last five years. And I am down to, we all speak Babylonian. And I could basically prove it. In the manner in which academia doesn't want to admit, because it basically has no excuse for itself at this point. It's the mathematicians and the linguists and the logicians and the philosophers couldn't all put it together because they don't put themselves together in the same room or whatever. So let us do a timeline because military science isn't a goddamn debate. So this is an argument timeline. You could almost think about it like a time where but think about it like the entire human species has been playing games, whether they like it or not, because there are a group of people who play games. And basically, it's vampire rules. You have to invite them in. And, you know, COVID should really start to wake everybody up as to what does it look like to invite a vampire into your life. Well, when you corporatize the business model of a vampire, it looks like COVID and a pharmaceutical company. But all of this is fundamentally enabled by statutes. And statutes are the world of the attorney. And the world of the attorney is parasitized by Babylonian kings. Because you can go look this up. There are people who have been challenging the way the system functioned during the Trump time. And we aren't discussing Trump versus Biden even. Some of the local elections were so corrupt that people were making certain arguments in the court. And those arguments were attacked by the Bar Association so that the lawyers could not make those arguments because at a certain point, the real expensive lawyers, they know how the system works all the way down to the code. And when I say the code, I mean most people don't understand that they speak Babylonian. And if you need to understand how the lawyers speak, you go look up the word traffic in any two dictionaries or three dictionaries that you want, <clears throat> but then go look it up in Black's Law Dictionary. The word traffic means commerce. Okay, So when someone says you're doing a traffic citation, they are assuming you are involved in commerce. They have assumed this upon you. When you do not immediately on this, you know, they tell you you're never going to win on the side of the road. You immediately turn around and tell the cop, I am not engaged in commerce. A lot of people have been told these are crazy people videos because how dare you stand up to a cop? How dare you stand up for your rights? Local governments have known for a long time that they can pillage you. How? They can accuse you into their statutory matrix. And statute and statue having a freeze boundary is a pretty interesting, pretty interesting and dumb way to look at it. And all of this is a preamble to the lawyers know what they are doing like Babylonian kings. The cops have no idea what they are doing, but they have been given immunity to do violence. So we are looking where, where does a narrative go completely wrong versus military sciences and where the incompetent are in the place of where we need competence and... There is no place that we don't need competence, yet we have incompetence in every key point. And that's where I go into, it's the vampires. Ethic and the tricksters have been in charge for a very long time. How long do you mean a long time? I mean, Elon Musk might have to throw more Starlink satellites into orbit to route the proper amount of traffic around legacy internet because the people who own it own payment gateways, own private islands, and own people, and will conduct warfare openly in it as a military science in multiple ways because they know that their lawyer can get them off. And that goes into Ghislaine Maxwell's um, private jurisdiction in California that's called Terra Mar. Uh, Disneyland was its own jurisdiction inside of Florida. So when you understand how jurisdictional arbitrage works, you can you could run human trafficking in plain sight for a long time. And people don't understand that there's an economy to it. And where does the economy come from? The people who can hide it. It's lawyers, certain agencies that know, you know, it's a pedophile agency. The FBI has had at least two FBIs, the, you know, the good one and the bad one. I, listen, the good one couldn't find the bad one, and it was in the office down the hall.
So when I say these people, they, they're criminals, you could call them criminals, Satanists, they always have a jurisdiction to run to as long as you can, if they can get you out, you know, they got to get you out on bail and then you're never coming back. It doesn't matter. You can't come back. At a certain point, your lawyer says, I can get you off. At a certain point, your lawyer says, there is no way I can get you off. All I can do is show up and tell the judge that you didn't arrive. So now I'm going to get into these. This is a timeline that everyone has to go all the way back to. And you have to understand what game is being fucking played right now. Okay? Right now, these games are being played. We're going to go all the way back to Babylon. We're going to say, this is to kill all the lawyers later. And this is, we'll get into that at the end, because, you know, I like to do shit backwards. Then we're going to go to Rome, and we're going to bastardize the concept of a republic. And we're going to have voting involved in a republic. And that is a technician's issue, which I will not blame on the Romans. But I will state that much of our history has been sold to us in the warlike manner. And nobody wants to really admit that. So when you start taking the military sciences and lay them flat, and you take the you take the streaking primate narrative away, you start to see what this really is. So uh, let's just assume that the history we have is good enough. There's no way the Romans knew how to do technician shit, really. So the mixing of a democracy and a republic, those concepts in that time, fine. I'm not going to get into it. We're going to skip forward to Napoleon at Waterloo and how the Rothschilds basically conducted open financial warfare because... This is where you have to, you know, they say all warfare is based on deception. Well, when your lawyer permits you to conduct financial warfare because it's permitted by the rules, the Rothschilds conduct open financial warfare. You know their name. The people around there know what they did. They did not immediately mob them up because they recognized that they would be violating the rules of their own game and they didn't understand the holes in their own game and they really didn't understand what a true master of a game would do to you. In the same way that Soros dick punched the British pound. And he was, I don't, I don't know exactly how he did that. I know he did it. He was mailing people letters and saying, look, you really don't want this to happen in your market. How about you don't do this, old chap? And at that level, it was very, I found it very strange where two large principalities on earth. Soros has a lot of wealth to swing around. The royals have a lot of wealth to swing around. And he was trying to talk somebody out of doing something and rather than, and they refused. So rather than deal with them, he dick punched them. And, and then, you know, I guess they kind of made nice on the other side of it, but it really, what they really did is it just formed a tighter criminal network. So then we're going to skip from where open financial warfare comes. We're going to go to 1913 and that's where money warfare began on the population and another effort began and, and you kind of have to track both of them because these are philosopher attackers these are the guys who are going to attack you with their lawyers and i'm going to say it goes all the way back to babylon there, there's two groups of people it's really the, the same group of people because they are the military scientists but there's military scientists and they're not all in the same group so i'll say one group will attack you in the language of babylon the other group will knock the dick off of sculptures just to remind you we are still here. We are still part of your rulership and we are the one rulers because we deface your statues. And, and that sounds really paranoid except, you know, that's what, kind of what the Club of Rome is. But then you get the, I will give a bunch of savages tanks and they will go blow up historical monuments and no one will be able to do proper history and archaeology on those monuments because a bunch of savages blew them up with tanks because Flintstones don't understand that blowing stuff up with a tank is fun. You know, and a Flintstone will not recognize a historical site, but a fake warrior with a tank won't do minimal damage. You're not trying, you know, those guys aren't trying to do minimal damage. They will destroy the history that the predators who knocked the dick off a statue and say, we're still here and we're still part of your structure. The people who attack the human form and they really, they really are death worshipers. They are just trying to sap all of the humans off the face of the earth or at least knock it down to a level they can control. Either way, it's not, it doesn't work for you and I. So. The money warfare starts when people separate the concept of, well, we're going to call it a concept of money and currency, but they don't really do it openly. They're using fractional reserve banking 
And this is where you have to understand there's a barrier. It's like two-dimensional space over here and three-dimensional space over here. This is the fraud factors of three-dimensional space. You know what? I'm going to stick that up here. Okay. Right here, this is this is two. This is the philosophical argument that you need to understand at the end of this, that everyone is speaking languages that root in zero. However, all of this over here is, here's the evidence that your education has been fraud, and the evidence of, of so much fuckery that I could point at military science is being used at people for generations. And this is where I just come from a trailer park, and I study at the War Department. So I can catch up in the military sciences very fast from... Babylon till 2023. I'm watching fifth generation warfare outside my window because we're still playing these games. 36, Hitler invades. Okay, now here is where you can know that the lunatics were always, always, always going to lose. But on the scale of a planet, you know, our entire planet, I don't like this. When I, when I say planet, I hear P L A N. IT. I don't hear P-L-A-N-E-T. So Earth, <clears throat> Earth is a construct that the federal government lives in. We are all riding a rock around the sun. And a lot of people have been listening to this whistling of bullshit and, and bad language. And they believe they know what's going on. Well, belief is a symptom of psychological warfare. Belief is not a method. It is how someone has decided to not know. And they are now going to profess to you in a way that it's like saying, I don't care. Don't tell me. I believe otherwise. Oh, well, let me fuck off then because, you know, beliefs aren't real. <laughs> so this is where Hitler invades, and this is where you know they started using witchcraft. If you go back and look at how Goebbels and all those people were dabbling, a.k.a. dabbling in the occult. Well, they were also dabbling in drugs. Basically, they were a bunch of party animals. Look at them like feral apes on the face of the planet. They understand that witchcraft and propaganda are basically the same thing, and they start propagandizing people. And most people are, oh, that's not how witchcraft works, because everybody wants to feel special in their knowledge. Neurolinguistics, understanding the code all the way down to a hieroglyphic level, <laughs> we will call it white magic. And, and, and some people would call it, designate it witchcraft of a type. And black magic is some sort of, so black, black magic would take place over here. This is where blood rituals for... Uh, you know, an adrenochrome experience in places where people don't understand psychedelic mushrooms. They don't know how to boil the tree over there and everybody gets stoned. They, they, you can extract some of this out of another human. And that is part of where black magic comes from. And it's just really endocrinology. And it really does end at that because um, intelligence is self-sustaining and dumb shit comes to an end. So black magic is known to be dumb shit for centuries because it's exploitive upon the human instead of synergistic upon the human. And there's humans and there's consciousness, but when you look at primate systems, how do primates have to operate in three-dimensional space versus some philosopher who's willing to blow Babylonian at you for years because someone gave the thing a PhD and it doesn't know when it's time to shut up. So... This is when they started using such propaganda, and it worked so well that everyone, since, since fucking Hitler, dude, since Hitler, ladies and gentlemen, everyone, three TV stations, war of the worlds in between where the radio stations would cause everyone to panic. This is when the Jetsons started using witchcraft on the Flintstones. So I want to be really clear. Jetsons do not argue with Flintstones, nor do they use witchcraft on them. They use high explosives from the aircraft and hypersonic missiles and directed energy weapons. That's how Jetsons roll, okay? So when the dumbass primates had to propagandize people, they started a game called Operation Mockingbird. You know, whether the federal government wants to take claim for it, the propaganda... And use of mass media began way back then. And I understand it, it was on um, paper before then. But when you start moving at the speed of electricity, the game changes. So these guys were basically the first ones to use mass media to propagandize everyone. 
And that's when it really began. That is when the echo chamber of humanity began screaming. And if you want to imagine every victim is still screaming on the internet, go stick your head in the internet and see what it sounds like. It sounds like every victim of every world war screaming and crying out and demanding reparations, even though it's the living people demanding reparations for the dead ones. So it's completely backwards, which is why it's Babylonian. And the logic is all turned about because it isn't logic at all. It's just language that curves back on itself. And who's doing it? The lawyers and the people who own the media just create these logical conundrums and they throw them in front of you because they're just lying to your faces. But you really have to, you know, everything is a psyop. Well, since a lot of people think that's paranoid. Well, you have to understand the propagandists took over in the 40s. How many of you were alive then? How many of your parents were alive in the 40s when all of this is going? 36? Sometime back here is when the propaganda effect really starts to hit the human race. And then I'm going to tell you that the screaming goes on in multiple languages, but we'll get back to that later. So now Ike warns everyone, war as a business, okay? And war as a business model goes back to the Rockefellers. The Rockefeller Foundation, some of the minutes, the very first minutes of the Rockefeller Nation were, what is the thing that we can do to have the greatest effect on humanity? Not, what's the best thing we could do? And, do, and let's, let's nail down a definition of best. What's the, what is the thing that we can do to have the greatest effect? What is the largest amount of agitation we can provide? And the answer was war. And since then, Rockefellers have been rolling through what you would call witchcraft against the primate. And it's very good because it works. It works. Everyone's law, everyone who put on a mask is susceptible to propaganda. But again, the propaganda started back way before their grandparents. So everyone's having these existential crises lately of, I have values and I don't know where they came from kind of shit. Well, that's because your grandparents were propagandized. And I've known this since the age of six because my grandparents would be looking at David Copperfield shit. I'm like, that's obviously a trick. And, oh, we should go get some Copperfield tickets. Oh, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with the boomers? I'm only seven years old, and I'm looking at David Copperfield like he owes me my money back, and I haven't paid for the show. The boomers are still trying to figure out how they're going to pay for it when they go to Vegas. Because to them, it's all just this weird carnival ride that is based in belief, emotion, feelings. It isn't based in what you and all I would call tangible three-dimensional space. Then we have the boomers who had to crawl across the crust of the earth and they earned their keep and they're crusty about the whole thing. But they also speak Babylonian and none of them really, none of them grew up on video games. Like the only boomer I know of that really grew up on video games is John McAfee. And he didn't grow up on video games. He grew up building stuff like it. So he kind of gets the idea and he played video games. So, it, you know, he can see things in his head that work kind of like a video game. Whereas boomers can, you know, the moving picture box and how to run a farm and how to run a business and how to be useful in a corporation. Like they know certain things, but they really don't understand the speed of the internet like the kids who trained on video games do. And that's, it's kind of this obvious generation gap. And only the kids who've got a lot of technology are able to bridge a lot of it. So that goes all the, you know, this is the boomers have been exposed to witchcraft since they were kids. Ike was warning everyone, this is three-dimensional space. War has become a business model because of the Rockefellers, but it really has been that way since the beginning of time. And you can go all the way back to these people and call them the League of Shadows if you want. They will destroy a civilization because it just becomes a bunch of feral apes that will destroy its children and will rape its children and basically commit human sacrifice. So they, they can lead you down the dark path and then absolve themselves because they tricked you into being who you are, a bunch of fucking ignorant savages. That is the way they play this game. And they make a mint. They stay on top of this game. They're military scientists. They pass out the propaganda. All the way back to, they know this. This is, a, this is like the language of the ancients. I call it the code of the ancients. This is the bullshit to Greek, German, Latin. All of these are audio channels for this code. 0 through 9, A through Z. And the Saxon 6, all of this equals 42. This is 26. This is 10. That's 36. Six more is 42. So that's that, you know, the numerologist wants to know how all this comes together. Saxon is a way to, um, these Saxon six, they, they help pronounce vowels. So there is a harmony to the code that we're using right here. There's a harmony to it that goes all the way into the logic 
of all these systems all the way down into the code. There is a logic and these are just audio. You've heard these frequencies, but you're not reading the code correctly. And when you use this language as code, that is where the lawyers get tossed out on their ass and you recognize everyone is just shrieking at each other because they don't know the systems. Ike was saying war is a business model. Soon as JFK, see, this is another game we're still playing. Who shot John? We're still playing this game. The warlords are in charge the minute the American president is killed on film. He wasn't shot on live television, my understanding. I don't think we really had like live broadcast from the street at that. I don't think it was possible. It might have been. But definitely on film. We've all seen the film. So as soon as he's dead in 1971, the currency gets unhinged. And this is where I'm going to start saying fraud as an innovator. Because when you get people who are preying on a human, there's this weird thing. Is, it's called the ethic of the apex predator. If I can do it, I should. That way I know when it's happening. And that goes all the way into child trafficking. And then, oh, I am the king of the child traffickers, and I set the rules. Well, what rules are you operating in if you're talking about human trafficking in children? So there really isn't a rule set. It's I am the apex predator, and the ethic is set to zero. And again, this is where Babylonian is not even set to zero. Babylonian has no root logic at all. It isn't one. It isn't zero. It isn't two. Babylonian is audio only. It's language. So when I say people speak Babylonian, I will state that there is no Babylonian code, but you, somebody would turn around and say, well, isn't this Babylonian? And I would say, this is the code of ancients. This is, if you want to do Atlantis, I, I am starting to think that the Babylonians have intentionally been burning a lot of technology for thousands of years and, and, and teaching us bad history and giving, um, never giving the education that you would allow people to overthrow you. You just never give it out. And then you find two groups of people up there. You find the real savages that would just trick you into becoming a goyim and they can harvest your organs. And even if they play that game nicely, where does it end? It ends in organ harvesting. So whatever rules you think there are, careful, it's squid game. And then there's this nice group of people who recognize that there's only so much cream at the top. And if they let all the secrets out, that they are then subject to the same conditions as the unruly mob that only speaks Babylonian, doesn't have a good enough education to figure any of this shit out anyway. So there's no point in arguing with the rabble in the rat race. You could just live on the lighter side of the upside and not let out any of the secrets. Well, human synergy is, is stopped by the concept of intellectual property. So I could prove I'm a Sith heretic because Sith Lords always keep their secrets to themselves. That's how Sith Lords operate. I'm certain because they will trick you out of anything. Your house, your... It, it's easy to trick someone out of stuff. If you can have your lawyer stealing property for you so you could get richer because you're smarter than the dumbass monkey who gets their, their, primate, their, their primate fucking goods taken. That, that it's just an ignorant primate game, but it is permitted. So to the buyer beware is really the new business model of what you would call statutory construct because we've gone through this choose-your-own-adventure model over here. The choose-your-own-adventure novel of life is no longer novel because the Babylonians have been sending everyone in circles. That, that's why it's not fun anymore, and it's not an honest game anymore because it never was all the way back into grandparent time. So the fun part is we get to laugh real hard because they got our grandparents and they got our parents and they got us. And the only way you could get out is to stop speaking Babylonian. However, it's the only tongue you know. However, if you can just boil it all down into an email, you can get it correct at least. So now I'm just gonna try and skip through. I'm not trying to make this long. I'm trying to make it thorough. So the currency is detached from three-dimensional space in 1971. This is where the 1913 goes to the next stage. And now you don't have money, you have currency. What is a United States dollar when it is no longer a derivative of gold? And gold has a thermodynamic process that we can measure because it's in three-dimensional space. Well, now we have basically invented this concept called currency, and we have a bunch of paper floating around the planet, and we use it as trade, but what is it really? 
And that game goes all the way until Donald Rumsfeld reports missing trillions. Okay? Because people are, you know, some the people on, I'm from the town where the cops don't investigate themselves. So when I say cool people, simple people out in the countryside, I'm from Little Valley in Pennsylvania. And they have been invaded by priests. Um, if you paid attention to how many priests invaded Pennsylvania, there were hundreds of priests and, and tens of thousands of victims. And the Catholic Church had what we would call rapist crusaders in my land when I was a kid. So some of the kids I grew up in, in the seven different schools I went to were um, abused kids. And it makes a lot of sense for their, for their behavior. It makes a lot of sense. But you don't necessarily know that that's what's going on at the time. You only get to figure it out in the background. So... In 2001 is when the warlords again took over. They took over again as war is the business model because the bullshit as a business model didn't work anymore. The missing trillions means the warlords have to take over. And as soon as Donald Rumsfeld reported, they took over the next day. And now it's techno witchcraft because now you got to know what the Fourier series is and how the stock market could have been run this way. But at some point was probably run this way just for security reasons in the background. And... That's when people were really detached from the USD as a unit of measure isn't a thing as of 1971, and your price chart measures in dollars, which means you don't know how. That's what it means. It's a de facto unit of, I know this human being doesn't have the metrics it claims to. And then there are certain metrics, and when the blockchain came around, again, I have this as, um, this is when the techno witchcraft took over, was 2001. Because now it was all techno babble, really. You had to be a technician to figure out what anyone was doing in the War Department. In 2008, we have a currency energy model called Bitcoin. Now, I'm harsh on Bitcoin for what it isn't, but Bitcoin was the first blockchain model. And proof of work allows someone to say X amount of electricity was expended to create these Bitcoin. And then you say, well, certain Bitcoin, you know, there's a, there's an average. So now you can average and see how much energy was used to create Bitcoins. And then merge mining comes into play. And that's where Bitcoin loses the magical status that everybody wants to give to it because it will suffer market competition. And if you listen to a lot of the Bitcoin maximalists, they speak as if there is no such thing as competition for Bitcoin. No, Bitcoin is the Model T and it is the very first one and it gets all the credit for what it is. But merge mining is how the system functions. And of course, the more technical it gets, the more witchcrafty it gets. So everyone is really lost in the techno babble of what is a currency and what is a dollar. But we do know what a kilowatt hour is. So my two cents is that eventually we're going to find out that uh, Bitcoin is worth X amount of kilowatt hours. It might be 100 million, okay? So 100 million kilowatt hours at 8 to 10 cents a kilowatt hour would be a lot. It would be so much that I can't imagine a kilowatt hour. Well, see, that, that's where Bitcoin doesn't make sense anymore to me because it would now cost 5,000 kilowatt hours to send a Bitcoin and 5,000 kilowatt hours as a fee for a Bitcoin is is ridiculous. Then I recognize there are other systems like Syscoin and it would be 0. 0.000 something of a Syscoin to send a Syscoin. And I say, that looks like a currency transaction where I send a very, 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 very small portion of energy back into the void to pay for this transaction. But my entire coins are still worth something on a scale. And again, if there's a conversion rate between kilowatt hours and currency, you have to know what that is. And for U.S. dollars, it's eight to ten cents, whatever, whatever you can get your kilowatt hours at. So that is just to understand that the energy model starts attacking. Uh, Bitcoin also shows how blockchains can be used for records. So now all the records that these people have been lying on, you know, right down to they change the Wikipedia page. Okay, this is this is their standard business model. They will change the history you know to include the recent history that you already know to be false. They'll put the the visual record on Wikipedia will be different, and you will not get a say in that. 
So anyone who doesn't know anything about it will wander into the bad information, and we already know it's bad. So 2008 is when the fuckery came to an end on what you and I would call a governmental scale. Uh, a nation-state scale, because now you can check legal documents and financial documents through a smart contract and not have an argument. And that's, that is how fast those system, government systems are going to go so fast that pre-adjudication, not pre-crime, pre-adjudication will be the thing. You will just get involved in a smart contract, and if you didn't know how to read it, you're a dummy. And that will be, you know, to the buyer beware will be the statutory business model of the human existence soonish because nobody can afford a different one because it's all based on witchcrafty lies and techno witchcraft on what is a dollar and business models that have no energy output or no productivity output and those business models are just de by definition they're just middlemen and they're tapping into someone else's energy but they're not contributing to the system whatever it is whether it's energy or whether it's productivity they are not meeting metrics and then you just find out this is where the predators are hanging out. They're hanging out at the gateways. They're, they're taxing. When I say tax, they're charging people $3. You know, they're charging a lot of businesses $3 to, to commit a, a currency transaction. Some, some business models were really paying that much. So when someone is, you know, you have to pay $3 more for food if you're going to pay with a card. Remember those days when you when it would basically be you're going to pay for your food with a credit card? No, you wouldn't do that. As soon as it went to the ATM model, you didn't realize now it's like a Cisco server and it's super cheap to do this, but someone can charge five cents on this and they make so many transactions that now they're a pe now they have pedophile island. Literally, they're pedophile island because intellectual property and they own this one gateway and, and they get to charge one nickel for a, a billion transactions a year. So they become super, super rich, super, super fast, and then they become irrational humans. So this is, this is somewhat where we're at. In 2016, um, the reason you're hearing the propaganda around Trump, it, it, listen, Trump is a flawed human being. I think that was obvious on step one, but he was there to do something, a wrecking ball, and that's what he did. And I'm saying that the currency and the liars were all up in the government. It's pretty obvious they were there. I would say now that there are two factions inside of the federal government. The one is just doing, the one is on pedophile cleanup duty. It might all the way be up to Space Force level because the pedophiles were in the gateway. Sam Bankman Freed was committing, was committing techno witchcraft. And people really didn't understand that exploitation in the dollar because it wasn't a unit of measure. Listen, there are 30 year guys in the stock market who go, What? I have no idea what you're saying. Like they would just look at you like a deer in the headlights. And, and that would be sad. That would be sad for them. And that's the way it is. So we are now removing the warlords and the propaganda machine is cranked all the way up to where reality, the fake reality that everyone was so shown on TV and now being shown in all of their devices, it's fake. It's fake and they know it. They live in a huge Potemkin village and they don't know how to deal with it. I'm telling you the best way to deal with this is to laugh it off. But you have to understand it from its root, and you have to walk yourself out of what I will absolutely call psychological warfare. You learned Babylonian on step one. You were never taught to code your way out of a problem, which means you're going to speak to other humans, and they're going to be honest with you to the level of code. And when they have the ability to lie to you, you get tricked. You get tricked. And when I say the government does the tricks, the speed limit sign on the side of the road is an engineering standard. It is not a debate. And that engineering standard is for an 80,000 pound car, 80,000 80, pound truck. So your 3,000 pound car was never speeding on that road, no matter what the cop told you. And half of the cops that ever told you you were speeding had no idea that it was a lie. The other half kind of knew that there was a trick to it, but they don't know what it is. Very few of them are, and the ones, they're part, they're part of the predator network. The predator network. Remember, you have to understand the initial premise of the justice system. The predators go free before the guilty, right? So the predators are going to get off. 
predators, the system is designed to let the predator free because it was so far ahead of the system that the system technically doesn't have an argument. Well, when the predators are running a human trafficking network, we could change the verbiage around to war crime if we want. Because it is just verbiage. And it really does come down to three words. It comes down to cannibal, goyim, and volunteer. Because the lawyer says no to cannibalism. They take a bite out of crime by saying no to, no to cannibalism. But the very next step away from cannibalism is called a goyim. And you may take its organs and blood. The next word you need to know is volunteer because the, whatever condition gets you into volunteering to be a goyim is how you end up might as well be feeding yourself to a cannibal, but someone else will have a statutory distinction between we don't eat people, we just harvest them. And that will be real life in a statutory matrix of words. And you have to use your words like code P-E-E-R, P-I-E-R, and P-E-I-R. P-E-I-R isn't how we spell peer group. P-E-E-R is how we spell peer group, but that's also how we spell peer over offense. So when I say you have to have each word like this, each four-letter word like this has its own definition. And a three-letter word isn't a four-letter word. So the root logic of this script that you're looking at right now is called the Code of the Ancients. And it can be screened in a bunch of different... Um, the French are very tight on their language. And, you know, when, when you see a master... Uh, or, I'm sorry, a, a male-female distinction in language, I see master-slave. I see master-slave distinctions, but it's in this tongue. It's It's superior subordinate. A lot of people call it male-female. It's usually superior subordinate. But if you go all the way to the Babylonian, you know, no and no, K-N-O-W and N-O, they're, they're just different perspectives. They're different time frames. So when you understand someone can interject a time uh, preference into the language, a temporal preference, you could be speaking as if you should think about it. Oh, I found a, a different word before. Oh, uh, planet. You know, if you think about the word planet, it's spelled plan E-T. Okay, it sounds like P-L-A-N space I-T is plan it. Pennsylvania is what you would call a state, but if you wanted to call it a planet, you could. P-L-A-N-I-T. Pennsylvania is a plan it. So if you think you know how Pennsylvania should run, you take the Pennsylvania code and you plan it. New York has a different code, plan that. So when you look at the rock that, you know, when you start looking at the map of the world, the map of the world has government lines on it. When you look at aerial overhead imagery, it just shows you the rock we live on. I'm getting into the point where I'm starting to call it a fundament instead of a planet because I'm looking at a huge criminal network being in, in what you would call Ukraine. And it is basically surrounded and then there is terrorist cells from that criminal network running around doing damage where they can. And that criminal network has different colors in it, but it is fundamentally the same. There's a piece of it in China called the Communists, and there's a piece of it in Ukraine. And I think people are calling those the Khazars. And then there's obviously people tipping over trains and lighting stuff on fire in America. So the arguments about everything are being done in a logical circle that has no end because someone is going to defer to a lawyer. And every time you defer to a lawyer, you defer to someone's code, someone's statutory code. And I, and I, listen, they do not construct their statutory codes like Python. If a statutory code was constructed, like the software that's running your phone right now, your phone wouldn't run. If your language was constructed like the like Python, Python would not, if it was constructed with grammar, would not function because it's a logic language. Well, your language can only perform so many functions in three-dimensional space. Then it becomes philosophy and human shrieking. And these people, they are out, when I say they're out of options, John Peltier has to cover up for them in Vegas and in Hawaii. They have to send that guy because they don't have another guy. 
In all of the cast of Potemkia, they couldn't replace that guy to go do certain things, so they had to rely on that guy. And now he shows up years later. So when I say there has been open warfare on this land, open, unconventional, fifth-generation warfare upon this land, it depends on where you want to draw the beginning of third-generation warfare, or the end of third, beginning of fourth, end of fourth, beginning of fifth, where you want to say World War III started, I would say it started when the bullet hit JFK's head. But World War IV would properly be pronounced World War IV ever. Because when you can have a universal blockchain statutory system based in code, and there's no lawyers in the middle, and everybody's civics lesson looks like a real education, you don't get all these bullshit tactics. You don't get bullshit predatory tactics when everybody understands the battlefield like Emperor Palpatine. Okay, I teach the Palpatine curriculum over here because when you understand the battlefield like Palpatine, the, the thing you at least do is you don't get lied to. And when you don't get lied to, a lot of the stuff that comes in that phone that you're looking at right now, a lot of the things that go in that phone they won't make sense anymore. There's the phone world where Twitter exists, and then there's the outside world. This is where Twitter lives, and this is where your ass is. This is your ass, and this is your soul. Understand, asshole? Because that is how it works. And the rules for your ass have a thermodynamic drag coefficient, and then Metcalf's law is all the dumbass humans over here. And all the dumbass humans have their heads stuck over here in the cloud, which is that dumbass phone you're looking at. And this is where everyone is circling the drain of ignorance. But when you don't understand technology, this is huge. It feels more like being in a hurricane. I'm stuck in the eye of the storm here. Of, I'm certain all of this has just taken place over a very long period of time. And ignorant, cool-ass normies up in the hills, that you know, nice normies who don't rape their children, have no concept of this level of warfare against people. They just don't. So they become preyed upon. And... You know, I was from Pennsylvania, and the Amish people are in Pennsylvania, and anybody who, I was part of the Pennsylvania National Guard, so I do not allow people to fuck with the Amish. Well, now every normie is being fucked with, like I used to think I was a normie, every normie on the face of the planet is being fucked with in the way a lawyer would fuck with the Amish people. And that's what this looks like right now, and you're going to find out to the buyer beware is a human standard. It is not a statutory, it is not a statutory axiom. It, it's not philosophical to the buyer beware. In three-dimensional space, to the buyer beware is that will not support your weight. Your belief system will get you dropped off of a cliff because it will not support your weight. So to the buyer beware over here is you lose some money. To the buyer beware over here is you lose your life. And everyone in America has to understand you are a bunch of princelings and princesses. Anyone who makes more than $32,000 a year is the global one percenters. Now, Americans have their own problem, which is one percenters who can afford anything, and they can make philosophy go away, and they can practice cannibalism in three-dimensional space. And even if they don't practice cannibalism, they practice murder and the, the, the practices that go around the concept of goyim. When you look at another human and say, I am above thee, and you will pay for my fun with your life. So, and then there's volunteerism. And when you kind of, you know, you warn your kids, don't hang out with the wrong crowd because <clears throat> you could just, this could be your last party. And that is how partying works with the wrong people. That's why we like to have a party amongst our family. We know we can let our hair down and no one's going to fucking spike the drinks. And we end up without a kidney. So when you start traveling around the world on your own, you have no idea what predatory humans are. There's a, there's a free book online called The Sumerian Swindle, and it, it will tell you about how thousands of years ago, hundreds of people would have a killing season. You could call it whatever you want. They would, one month a year, they would go and kill other humans and remind themselves that they were predators, not prey. And they would kill people, and they would take their stuff. And that was how they got wealthier every year is they would go hunting other humans and take their shit. So, when you look at warfare and human carnage being the business model since way back when, since Babylon, 
you just find most of the people aren't trying to participate in this level of education or this level of fuckery, but they will be dragged around by one of these two groups. So until you understand that you have to be proactive in your own life, if you're not, so you basically are someone else's data or business model right now. That's how Earth works. That's why a lot of people feel exploited. That's how they end up with values and they don't know where they came from. This is the current state of Babylon 2023. And for all of the hokey people who have been looking into things like Project Stargate and Project Starlight, um, it, it really does boil down to no matter how many lies you tell, eventually the information comes out. Well, I can teach you how we're all fucking doing Babylonian right now, which is hilarious, but it's a problem of if we don't take the time to hash out the, the statutory code that everyone is screaming, and there, there's hundreds of millions of people here. We have, to, we have to bang out what you would call a legal code or a statutory code right down to it's absolutely perfect. And then you have to assemble it per the customer, which is direct republic. You can go look at that. When I say we're playing the Rome game, I mean we have accepted democracy and leadership. Okay, democracy is one problem because you shouldn't have to vote to keep what you like. If you end up as a minority, there's no reason for it. A republic comes with a lot of responsibilities on the individual, right down to an education that doesn't allow you to get tricked. So you have to break the business model down into something simpler. And right now, the simple part of our, our model is everyone is de facto included. And you have to really use societal exclusion as the, the bait to get people to behave in society because when they're not going to have the ability to go to 7-Eleven because every time they go into one, they try to rob it, you don't even need a prison. This whole planet becomes a prison because some people, and then they'll, then they'll lie to you. Oh, I can't do this because of my religious beliefs. No, you can't. You can't do that because you're a fucking warlord. And it's different. And it's different. And, and you are going to see religious reliefs and human trafficking come together in a statutory matrix. You're going to see all of this shit come together because the argument is, I can practice the sale of Goyim. So we have to fix the republic problem, which is everybody being their own representative. We have to fix that. And that cannot be talked around. And that, and until this, this is the root of all of the political argumentation right now. Someone else is your representative and they shouldn't be. When we say financial warfare, you have to understand how to not lose your stock portfolio against a Rothschild. And most people who have a Robinhood account have no concept of that. You have to understand money warfare or you will have dollars in that account because your grandparents grew up with one and they didn't understand very advanced maths. You will have witchcraft in your life because that is how Babylonian will fundamentally work and it will allow you to be volunteered into being a goyim. You will have war as a business model because human ignorance will loop back around on a Sith Lord and turn it into a business model. Lemmings unto the retirement pool. Okay, and not the one you think you're going to. Someone else's retirement pool is where these lemmings end up. Then you just have to fight the wars in three-dimensional space. Okay? We are still playing this game of who shot John. This went on since before I was born. So everyone who wants to blame someone, all you could do is attempt to blame the old people, but they all speak Babylonian, and there's no point in attempting to blame them. So... You have to understand, you can't be the sucker. This is when some shit went down, and it was before all of us were born. And now we all have to behave like it happened on our watch. And we have to start behaving a lot more seriously in America. Otherwise, we're not going to get out of tricking people into saying, your gen you are not who your genitals are, but your genitals need surgery. Well, wait a minute. You don't... You don't know anything about that at their age. These are children being played with the language. They are being emotionally drawn into a mutilation industry. The men in the white coats will perform a human deer drive on humans, and they will drive them into the mutilists. And then, according to the statutes, mutilation of child is permitted as long as the child had a thumbprint to offer up. 
And that's where we'll be heading, where instant consent with a thumbprint, but you absolutely would recognize preying on a child, and then we would have to have a context. What is preying on a child? Nature turns what you would call a child into a breeding adult at puberty. There are almost no humans on the North American landmass that want to start treating their child like an adult, even though that child can breed. Well, guess what? There's a lot of real, real parents out there who start treating their children like they could breed. So they, well, a lot of, and now that, you know, the Karens, this, the wailing of the Karens is let's turn everyone into an ignorance business model by not telling the children to stay away from the ignorance business models. And you have to be stern with children and you have to give them discipline. You have to show them what it looks like and then you have to make them carry that discipline. Go clean up your room because I don't have time to clean up every room in my house and that place will stink if you keep it in said manner. And then you, you know, at some point your kids will, will have a stinky room. So this is where it gets really incumbent. This is where I look at everyone like they're Amish because the techno warlords took over in a currency model that has nothing to do with gold or silver. Couldn't have been solved really until you could put your currency together with a thermodynamic drag coefficient, which means a gold or silver standard or like something in three-dimensional space. If the United States dollar was pegged to 10 kilowatt hours 25 years ago, the federal government wouldn't be able to spend like this. They wouldn't have been able to generate this economic activity. However, let me tell you what a federal government might have done. Invest in nuclear power because nuclear power plants will generate kilowatt hours and kilowatt hours as a currency. If you are a, you know, a net, you're generating that. You're making money. You're printing money by generating electricity. And it is a type of electricity that is used now. And you want to be able to save in a unit of measure but these people, they attack all of the units of measure and they attack the language by which we're supposed to figure it out. So if you don't get it all the way back to basics, you don't understand that we're trying to save. Everyone's just trying to save up enough for their, for their retirement. You know, when someone has saved up 10 times enough for their retirement, you and I could have rules. You know, what you consider statutes. Oh, okay, fuck you. You're done. Someone else gets a chance now. We know how much money you have. It is... A hundred times what anyone would need to, you have to go find another place to play a game, right? And we are now going to let one of the subordinate people move up to a bigger position. And we're going to push that all the way up because you've made enough money. And, you know, having a, a group, an in-group that, that self-regulates and says, you know, a hundred million and you're out. Well, a hundred million what? Because if somebody can steal from you, from your hundred million and turn your hundred million into ten... Now the rules aren't applicable to 100 million anymore. They're only applicable to I've only made 10. And now I got to make a billion to hedge against inflation. So there's always some ignorant argument about how who is supposed to draw what line and where. I didn't draw this line. A through Z, 0 through 9. I didn't draw none of this. Except I drew it on the board. But this isn't my idea. This is how we are doing it. We aren't doing it on a code level. And if you want to continue... Speak Babylonian, that is your prerogative. But if you want to unlearn Babylonian, it's right here. You have to learn to speak logic right down to every single word in these languages <clears throat> as a different as a different spelling, therefore it has a different meaning. It has a different definition. And then it is there's still context, but because I don't oscillate how I use these words. I don't oscillate them around. I don't have a fidelity issue that comes in the code versus language fidelity. I don't have that problem. So I can read all the way through the Babylonian and go, why don't the lawyers do their job? Because they don't want to do their job. Because war and bullshit and witchcraft is their business model. And they don't want it to end. But then again, I don't know of a point it intelligently could have come down to not fraudulent ends up until here. Up until here, these people were fraudulent all the way through the housing crisis because they could just keep using fraud as a, as a business model. And then this had to come along, had to, had to come along. Global blockchain systems pegging the currency to an energy standard, and we're already living on an energy standard. So 
Someone could say this currency energy standard doesn't exist, and I'm going to say it is present in the Bitcoin model, and there's a bunch of things that are merge mining with Bitcoin, and you are not correct. However, if, it, if you state it isn't being calculated like this, okay, I think it's being calculated like this somewhere, but that's a whole other talk. This is a language talk. This is how you unlearn Babylonian campers. You clean up the garbage inside of your own head. And I'll leave you with this. The scientist has objectively given you a bullshit model in your head. In three-dimensional space, is 4% of the matter. And 96% is the dark matter. Because it's all language in your head. This is your the power of your imagination. You have to be able to use all of those concepts and all those words, and you have to bring them into three-dimensional space, and they have to fucking function. Time, scope, cost, better meet over here and where the rubber meets the road. You are now part of the real 4% of reality. Otherwise, this is just a failed experiment in your hands. It's not reality. And over here, you got nothing. You got zero. And you got nihilism. Okay? There is nothing in my hands. I mean, somebody's going to make an argument for atmosphere. Stop. There's, there, there's no tangibility in my hands. The concept of zero exists basically as a placeholder on this board. But the concept of zero in three-dimensional space, I have nothing in my hand. I have zero bananas. I have zero AK-47s. I have zero F-35s that are missing. I have all of these things in my hands because I have zero. I have nothing. If I had nihilism in my hand, what I'd have is an argument in my hand, okay? That's what I would have. All of this, this philosophy doesn't exist. This is a two-dimensional argument, and it yields these. It doesn't matter what your pile of Babylonian adds up to. A nihilistic argument always yields zero on your spreadsheet or nothing in your hand over here. And the difference between your spreadsheet and nothing is, is vast is vast. It's, you know, 30 years experience in some industries. But this is where the dark matter is. This is why nobody can find it. When you send scientists out to find nothing, they'll come back with anything before they come back empty-handed and tell you, I suck at my job. So 96% of people are over here with this bullshit. And again, it goes into time. Time is a philosophy. Chronometry is the science that we use on our watches. Time is a philosophy and it doesn't exist. You cannot time travel. You could plan your day out, but you cannot time travel. So, and then some people would say, I'm wrong. And say, Donnie, you traveled back to Babylon by saying, you know, kill all the lawyers. This is how we have to get rid of... So, some people would look at this as being a time lord. Like, we could just start using every ignorant analogy. And, and the multiverse is basically real. Somebody would call this Time Lord. Somebody would call this Sith Lord. Somebody would call this military science. It's just different ways to look at what is the problem. Sith Lord. All the way down to Babylonian Sith Lords. They own your money. They own the fucking language that you teach your children. If, unless you teach your children logic. And that, that's where I, I, I'll, I try not to ever use this out loud. And I will. Continue the tradition of not saying this out loud for a reason. Let's go talk about this stuff now. Because this is our left hand. I make it a point to not say that out loud. American is my tongue. I did this on video games when I was five, six, seven years old. My hands and my brain and my eyeballs had to figure those problems out with my hands and not my mouth. So why can I figure all this stuff out? Video games. And the white girls have been shrieking at us for years telling us not to do these things. Don't do the old you, you, you should... You should eat the, eat the medicine. It will make you go crazy and shoot a bus to school. 
So I learned this from the computers when I was a kid. This is how it works out. If you don't understand it, you end up speaking Babylonian and not understanding any of your history and not understanding what's going on right now. And all these games are being played right now. And they will continue to be played until you unlearn Babylonian. See you later, campers. When all of your flaws and all of my flaws are laid out one by one A wonderful part of the mess that we made, we pick ourselves undone All of your flaws and all of my flaws, they lie there hand in hand Ones we've inherited, ones that we learned, they pass from man to man There's a hole in my soul I can't feel it, I can't feel it And there's a hole in my soul Can you feel it, can you feel it? You have always worn your flaws upon your sleeve And I have always buried them deep beneath the ground Dig them Dig them out